I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast, For the Health of It. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. What we're talking about today are things that you can do to help improve your digestive health and your gut health. And I said earlier that the number one reason that my doctors and I see patients is for pain. Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, wrist, elbow, hip, sciatica, any pain in the body. My team of doctors are really good at trying to get to the cause of the pain and then fixing the cause, not just treating the symptoms. Can't help everybody, but many cases, most cases, we get amazing results. The number two reason we see patients is digestion. Heartburn, acid reflux, burping, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation. And we're talking today about what you can do. I gave you a lot of tips earlier that you can start doing at home, don't need me, to start getting the digestive system well. Now, I want to talk about your breath for a second. Because this is an indicator that the digestive system isn't working properly. So what happens is you have a sheet of muscle called the diaphragm. It's right in the middle of your body. And your stomach sits below the diaphragm. And there's a valve called the ileocecal valve. And when you eat food, the valve opens. Not the ileocecal valve. I'm sorry. um, uh, Lower esophageal sphincter. I'm going to talk about ileocecal later. The lower esophageal sphincter, it opens food drops in the stomach. The lower esophageal sphincter closes. You digest food and you pass it on. That's normal digestion. Many times, because we eat too much, the stomach gets too big. It can push up into the diaphragm. Maybe there's a neurological issue. Maybe you have a pinched nerve going to the diaphragm. Uh, Maybe you're just old. The muscles get weaker. It happens when we get older. What happens is the stomach can push up into the diaphragm. So if that happens, you might have burping, gas, heartburn, chronic cough. Acid is coming up into your throat. Sinus problems. Acid comes into your sinuses. But here's the thing. We've all met people like this, and they just have such rancid breath, and it smells like an outhouse. That's almost always a sign that the stomach is up against the diaphragm, and the food is not digesting properly in your digestive system, and it's essentially sitting there and rotting. And when it rots, the gases get absorbed into your blood system, which then get into the, the gases are exchanged then in your lungs, and it comes out through your lungs. So you can't brush that one away. You can't gargle that one away. That's coming from the gut. And every case I've ever seen like that, not saying it happens all the time, but in my experience of seeing patients for almost 40 years now, we take the stomach and pull it down away from the diaphragm, actually adjust the stomach. And when we do, and we've got to check the nerves from the spine as well, because that's involved oftentimes. When we do, you start digesting food again, and the breath freshens. And I've had people go to dentists, and they've done x-rays, and they've done exams, and they say, there's nothing wrong with your teeth. It's coming from the gut. Nobody knows how to fix it, and that's what we talk about. It give you ideas on how to fix it. So uh, if you go to my website, drjoe.com, if you have acid reflux, heartburn, terrible breath, uh, type the word GERD, G-E-R-D, in the search bar. That stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease. Type GERD in the search bar. Read the article that I wrote on how we treat cases like that in our office. And we'd love to treat you. If you have these cases, because you're not digesting your food, so you're not absorbing your nutrients properly. You're creating a lot of gas. You're putting stress on a digestive system. It's a very serious issue. It's not, hey, Joe's got really bad breath. 
It's, hey, Joe's got really bad breath. There's something wrong with his digestive system. And then there's ways in many cases to fix that. Because don't think it's just the breath. That's just the warning sign. That's just the symptom. That's not the cause. So if you have the bad breath like that. Now, if you have rotten tooth, it has a different smell to it. Now, if you ever smelled rotten tooth, that smells different. But if it smells like bowel, which is by far the most common, you got to get in there and fix the gut. And whenever I meet somebody with breath like that, I just, you know, sometimes I'm in a social setting and I can't say it, but it's like, I got to fix that gut, man. Give me, give me 30 seconds, you know. Um, but we want to check the nerve supply to the gut as well because that controls the gut. And then we want to look at your diet. So don't ignore these warning signs because they're very dangerous. They cause some real serious problems. So if the bowels aren't moving properly, the bowels should move minimum once a day, preferably twice a day. Now, some people say I have bowel movements five times a day. That might be too much. So one, two, or three times a day, as long as it's normal and solid and it's not urgent, you're probably okay. But one of the things we do to screw up our digestive system, which then affects our bowel function, is we don't chew our food. I am guilty of this. When you chew your food, food is mixed with something called salivary amylase, spit. Spit has salivary amylase in it. And salivary amylase is an enzyme that breaks down carbohydrates. So when you digest food, fats, carbohydrates, and proteins are all digested in two different places. One of the places is going to be carbohydrates, your mouth. So you chew on it, salivary amylase. It goes into your stomach. The stomach is mainly designed to break down proteins. So your stomach has acid in it that breaks down proteins. So now this food that's been broken down partially from carbohydrates and proteins passes into your small intestine. This is the journey of food. And in your small intestine, your pancreas comes in and releases amylase, lipase, and protease, which are enzymes that break down carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Then it's broken down there. So now proteins have two places, the stomach and the small intestine. Carbohydrates have two places, mouth and small intestine. And fats are broken down from the pancreas and then from your gallbladder, which releases bile. So each one has a backup plan. Okay, you got redundancy to keep you alive. If you have your gallbladder removed, how many people have had that? Raise your hands. A lot of you have. When you have your gallbladder removed, you remove one of the ways to break down fats. Because the, the gallbladder stores bile. Now, bile is like dish soap. And when you, fat comes near it, it squirts the dish soap into the small intestine and breaks down the fat. If you don't have the gallbladder squirting out this, this large amount of dish soap, your liver still produces bile, but it drips, essentially, into the small intestine. And you don't have that big rush of bile like you're supposed to when you have a lot of fat in your diet, whether it's an avocado or it's, uh, I don't know, fried cheese. The gallbladder has to squirt this extra soap in there. So if that's not happening, you have trouble digesting your fats. And it increases your risk of a lot of diseases, including heart disease. So if you've had your gallbladder removed, and maybe you needed it. I'm not a surgeon. I can't tell you whether you need it or not. There's a supplement you should be taking. It's called Colacol. Now, if you go to our website, drjoe.com, you can send me a message. What was that supplement again? You're not going to remember it. And I'll send you a link to it. And Colacol is ox bile. Now, I don't eat meat. I don't eat any animal products. I don't think you should. But if you don't have a gallbladder, Colacol is the most effective supplement you can take to help break down the fat. And it's an animal product. And I hate promoting an animal product. But it's the best product out there when it comes to not having a gallbladder. You should carry Colacol with you every day. 
It costs almost nothing. It is so darn cheap. It's not even worth me even telling you about it from a business standpoint. But cola call, carry it with you. Whenever you eat something with fat, take a cola call capsule for the rest of your life. That's it. I think a bottle is like $8. I mean, it's so stupid cheap. So anyway, I digress. So we have to keep the digestive system working so that when you chew your food, that helps break down the carbohydrates. Up to this point, I haven't even mentioned fiber. We're talking all about these other peripheral things. But fiber is the thing that most people are missing in their diet. Recommended dose is about 25 grams a day. I recommend about 40 grams a day. So what happens is you eat fiber. Let's assume you're eating a carrot, lots of fiber. Okay, so the fiber goes into your stomach. You chew it. Amylase, uh, amylase starts breaking down uh, the carbohydrates, salivary amylase. Goes into your stomach. The stomach breaks down the proteins in the carrot. Yes, carrots have protein. Goes into your small intestine, and it breaks down best it can. But there's something that's not digestible, and that's called the fiber. That's the bulk of it. And the fiber, as it goes through your colon, acts like a broom. And it sweeps the stuff that's stuck to the, auto, the colon walls, and it pushes everything through the colon. Now, this is why I'm a fan of eating whole foods and not fruit juices. Because fruit juices are loaded with sugar, and they don't have a fiber. If I eat a carrot, or carrot juice has sugar too, if I eat a carrot, I have the fiber to push the sugar through the colon and give me a slow release of sugar. And I'm scrubbing my colon at the same time. So that's why fiber is so important. But I want to warn you, because somebody I work with at one of my radio stations, he takes a, a supplement every day, a powder, and he uses that to go to the bathroom with. Well, I'd rather see you eat the whole food than take a powder. And the powder he uses, by the way, is artificial sweetener in it. But you have to drink a lot of water. Because the water is going to swell up the fiber, whether you get it from organic oats or you get it from carrots or whatever it is, swell it up and then push it through the colon. If you eat a lot of fiber, like a, a powder for a supplement especially, and you don't eat enough water, it can have the adverse, a flip side, the, the reverse effect on you. It can actually cause constipation. Because it swells up but doesn't have water to push it through. Water is a lubricant. It kind of lubricates the sides so everything slides through. So I want you to eat more fiber. If you're eating your fiber from fruits and vegetables, you're getting lots of water. Nature put it all in a little package for you. I'm going to give you vitamins, minerals, nutrients, phytonutrients. Uh, we're going to give you fiber, and we're going to give you fluid. If I eat dried carrots, that's different. But I mean, if I'm just eating a carrot or broccoli or parsley or whatever it is, the water there is going to naturally help fill up and, and lubricate the colon. So be careful if you're not drinking, if you're taking supplements, especially with fiber in them. I'm not a fan of those, but I'm also a realist. Uh, if you're taking them, you better be drinking a lot of water. Now, how much water is a lot of water? Well, the rule is that you should be able to pee and it should be clear and odorless. So if I pee in a glass jar and look at it, it should be clear and odorless. That's normal and that's enough water. If I'm taking B vitamins, which I take every day, by the way, I take Dr. Joe's B complex. You should too. Um, my pee is going to come out yellow. That's okay. That's just from the B vitamins. But generally speaking, if I, you know, you'll take the B vitamins one urine after that, or maybe two will be yellow. After that, should be clear. Six glasses of water a day is probably a good start. Now it has a lot to do with what you eat. If I'm eating watermelon, if I'm eating a lot of fruit, I'm getting a lot of fluid. So ideally, you want eight glasses of fluid in your body, not coffee, not scotch, good fluids, fruits and vegetables, water from that, 
I do herbal teas a lot, water. Those are going to be the best fluids to get through the body, and it's going to be so helpful with your digestive system. So if there's one tip I got to give you right away, it's got to drink more water or herbal teas. Not black tea, not green tea. Green tea tastes terrible, by the way. I don't know how people drink it. Uh, white tea, um, because they have caffeine in it, which I'm not a fan of. But oftentimes, like black tea, for example, can absorb aluminum from the soil. And just by absorbing aluminum from the soil, you can get aluminum in your body. So I'm not a fan of black tea either. Uh, I like the flavor, but it has caffeine, which I can't do. I get a blazing headache if I do caffeine. But it's also, uh, you run the risk of aluminum, even organic. And then many times, the bags, the tea bags that they use are white. Well, how do you think they got white? They were bleached. And so there's bleach getting in your body as well. So bulk, bulk tea is better than tea bags. If you get it unbleached, better. Um, so there's some goods and bads there as well. But you've got to get that fluid into your system. and hydrate your whole body. It'll help great. Now, we talked a little bit about acid reflux. And it's so important that you uh, get that stomach pulled down away from the diaphragm if you have it. Because if you don't fix it, it usually doesn't go away on its own. The medications that you take, which are sometimes necessary, um, can many of them prevent you from absorbing calcium, B12, iron, and magnesium. So we, many times we do nutrition workup on our patients. Sometimes it's just a form. If you want to go more advanced, uh, we could do hair analysis for nutrition. We could do uh, food sensitivities. And I check people. And one of the things we find when we do a hair analysis is heavy metal toxicity, aluminum, mercury, lead. And with aluminum, you can absorb, if they drink a lot of black tea, you can get a lot of aluminum in your system. And aluminum, your body needs zero aluminum to function normally. So any aluminum, any mercury, any lead, those are all very, very bad for you. They essentially short-circuit your brain. So I'll ask people if they have high aluminum, do you drink a lot of tea? Yes. Okay, I want you to cut out your black tea. The other thing I ask is, do you use antiperspirant? Antiperspirant has a chemical in it called aluminum chlorhydrate which can raise your aluminum levels in your body. And so I just had one the other day, a very dear friend of mine, actually. I did her, uh, her analysis, and she had high aluminum. And it's my friend's mother, actually, but I'm my friend too. And I know she uses antiperspirant. And I had to tell her, can't use antiperspirant anymore. Well, I work hard and I sweat. Well, you get aluminum in your body. What would you like to do? What I do for deodorant, as I go on a side note here, is I take rubbing alcohol and I add tea tree oil to it the essential oil tea tree, and I add enough so that it smells like tea tree oil, okay? And then I put in a squirt bottle. I think I got it for a dollar at one of the dollar stores, and I squirt it on my arms as I'm getting out of the shower. So the tea tree oil is antibiotic, antiviral, and antifungal, which kills the bacteria under my arms. And then the alcohols also can dry up the cells as well, and that works pretty well in most cases. And it's cheap too. So I want you to be healthy. I want you to have a lot of money too. So I'm giving you all these little tips here. All right, back to digestion. We talked earlier, if, you, if you're just joining us, I want to go over it with you quickly. The stomach sits below the diaphragm. If the stomach pushes up into the diaphragm, you may have to get us to adjust or pull your stomach down away from the diaphragm. It's life-changing. We do it all day, every day on so many patients. We have a quick test to do for it. And it's amazing because when your, your stomach flattens out, your breath starts to freshen, the gas goes away, your start, bowels start working properly, everything changes when you fix that gut, when you fix the stomach. So go to my website, drjoe.com, and type GERD, G-E-R-D, in the search bar, and you'll see the, uh, you'll see the article that we wrote, I wrote about how we do that. And then we also need more acid in our stomach. 
a lot of times when you have acid reflux, it's not that you have too much acid, you have too little acid. And if you don't have enough acid, the stomach, the food sits in the stomach too long and essentially it rots. When it rots, it refluxes back up into your throat. My mother used to call it sour burps. Wow, I just tasted that steak I just had. And that was three hours ago. Oh, I just tasted that those onion rings I just had. That was four hours ago. That's the food sitting in your stomach for too long. So by increasing your stomach acid, I know it's counterintuitive, increasing your stomach acid, the acid then sends a message to the valve called the ileocecal lower esophageal sphincter, and it tells it to close. It closes because the acid says, oh, I got food in my stomach. That's producing acid. It's going to hit the lower esophageal sphincter and make it close. So increasing stomach acid many times with acid reflux is what you need to do. How do we do that? Well, there are supplements like Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes. I take those every time I eat cooked meals. If I eat soup, if I eat anything cooked, Dr. Joe's digestive enzyme. If I eat a salad, I don't take it because it's raw. It has enzymes in it already. But you can use raw organic apple cider vinegar. Now, what you do is take about a, a tablespoon. You can mix it with water. Uh, you can drink it. You can, I put it on a salad every day. When I have my salad, I use apple cider vinegar. And that helps stimulate my stomach acid production. My German grandmother, uh, she was uh, an amazing cook. And she'd make a lot of soups, split pea soup, lentil soup, barley soup. And she'd always add a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar at the end before she served it. And I asked her, I said, Nanny, why do you do that? And she says, I don't know. It's how we always did it. That was the answer. We always did it that way. Well, it turns out they were right. That acid, that stimulates stomach acid, which helps break down the proteins, especially in things like beans, lower the gas that people got from it and absorb the nutrients more efficiently. You want to use raw organic apple cider vinegar. It's very expensive. A bottle will cost about $5. It'll last you about a year. So it's, it's one of the cheapest things you can do to help the digestive system. So you want to be able to do that. Um, and uh, the, I, we talked about constipation earlier. I want to kind of circle back to that. Well, let me talk about one more thing. I don't want to run out of time. Many times... When people have digestive issues, and they'll say, well, Dr. Joe, I'm eating fiber, I'm eating fruits and vegetables, I'm drinking water, it's still not working. Why am I still having problems? Many, many, many times, it's the nerve supply to the digestive system. So what happens is your brain sends messages down your spine, out your nerves to every cell in the body. So there's a nerve right now that is telling your heart to beat, your lungs to breathe, your colon to digest food. So if you have a pinched nerve going to your digestive system, the brain can't tell the colon how to work. And so now the colon does the best it can with the little information that's getting from the brain. So we've had this countless times, many, many, many times, where we, we check the person out, they have a pinched nerve in their low back. Sometimes they have pain, sometimes they don't. 90% of the time, pinched nerves don't hurt. We check them, we say, okay, we're going to adjust the nerve supply going into your bowels. That nerve also controls your sex organs and your bladder too. And we start adjusting them, and all of a sudden, everything works better. The bowels start working again, and they're like, Dr. Joe, this is amazing. I've been doing everything right. I've been eating right. I've been drinking water. It was the pinched nerve that was preventing the digestive system from working. And that's why I say that you have to check the nerve supply to every organ in the body, regardless of whatever other treatment you do, because the nerve supply controls everything. So if you have back pain, leg pain, hip pain, it might be affecting your colon, sex organs, and bladder as well. So if you'd like for us to do an evaluation with you, we can check your digestive system, check your nervous system. Let's put together a protocol specifically for you 
Make an appointment to come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We can always do a remote consultation if we need to. DrJoe.com, book an appointment. Stop suffering needlessly. So many of your health problems, neck pain, back pain, headaches, digestive issues, sciatica, they're fixable if we get the nervous system working, digestive system working, and your diet straightened out. Not always. But in many cases, that helps. Check with your doctor. I always have to give you a you know, disclaimer. Check with your doctor. But if you want to make an appointment to, for us to be your doctor or share you with another doctor, drjoe.com. Normally, the first visit is $940. I've reduced that to $299. That's exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, going over the x-rays, and a complete nutrition evaluation. I believe that is the most outstanding offer, deal, whatever you want to call it, in the history of healthcare. So drjoe.com, we'd love to be your doctors. We accept people with all insurances. It depends what your insurance covers. We have cash plans available, payment plans, 18 months without interest. I mean, we make it so easy to be a patient with us. Drjoe.com, make an appointment right now. All the supplements we talked about, super green, central source, digestive enzymes, glutathione. We didn't even talk about vitamin D today. You need that too. All those are on the website, drjoe.com. The minimum supplements you should be taking are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Those are two powders. You should take them every day, I say, for the rest of your life. It's just the easiest, quickest, least expensive way to get to this higher level of health that you, I don't know how else you'd get there. Uh, and then nitric oxide, of course, opens up blood vessels, vitamin D for the immune system, uh, uh, glutathione for the liver. We have something called intestinal formula, which is a great formula to actually stimulate the bowels and get the bowels moving. It's the only supplement I want you to take and then stop taking because I want to fix the cause of your constipation, the cause of your bowel problems, not just treat the symptoms. So that's intestinal. And all those are on the website, drjoe.com. I would like for you to do me a favor. I just gave you some amazing information that's probably going to change your life forever. I want you to do me a favor in return. I want you to go and follow us on social media at Dr. Joe Esposito. If you liked what you heard now, you get one-minute health tips every day on social media, absolutely free. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, follow us on all of them. And I appreciate that as a favor to me because that helps build our awareness out in the community. So it's at Dr. Joe Esposito, all one word. And you're going to get so much information. If you have any health questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com, and I'll answer them for you. My team or I will answer them for you. And if you're a podcast junkie, just go to your podcast service and type in Dr. Joe for the health of it. Dr. Joe for the health of it. And that's your podcast service. We do at least two podcasts a week, many times more. But you're going to get at least two new podcasts every single week on your podcast service. You have social media, one-minute one tips constantly. You have my website, drjoe.com, where you could send me questions. You could also search the website. Just go in there and type in what you're looking for. Neck pain, back pain, men's health, women's health, uh, digestion, cholesterol, blood pressure. We've probably done multiple shows, blogs, podcasts on it. And you get to search the website and use all that information. And, and I, I, that's my gift to you. So I don't know how to make it easier, folks. Today, I gave you so many tips that you can do at home. And I've got a bunch more. I just don't have time to do them. So that's why it's important to follow us on social media because the ones I can't finish here, I kind of cover there. But follow us on social media, any questions, drjoe.com. But consider this. When it comes to healthcare, whether it's digestive issues or heart, uh, a heartburn or acid reflux or liver or spleen or kidneys or sex organs, you always want to check the nerve supply. And that's the one thing nobody's ever mentioned to you. 
If I came in a room and all the lights were out, what's the first thing I do? I don't change the light bulb. I flip the switch to open up the electricity to the light bulbs. And nobody, well, very few people in healthcare are talking about opening up the nerve supply to the organs. I believe this is the missing link in healthcare. This is the thing that's going to turn healthcare around. It's going to lower the cost exponentially, astronomically, because now we're getting to the cause of your healthcare problems and not just treating the symptoms. And we have to start incorporating nutrition into healthcare, in my opinion. And most doctors, God bless them, aren't trained in nutrition. I'll do that for you. Again, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.